0: on this episode of I'm There For You Baby.
1: we do to make you happy? What are you looking for?
2: The major job of the CEO is to hire the right people and make sure the company doesn't run out of money. <laughs> OK, I'm ready. Peter Kallstrom, the CEO of the San Diego Workforce Partnership.
0: We are the, still the only one in our field doing this work.
1: I've wanted to hire interns. So you need more money. Okay, what about, so- I can't find that person job?
0: So these are going to be jobs that can sustain during this kind of environment and going forward
1: uh, i'm a money's guy peter so let's do this um well that's more animals than we have in our house neil <laughs> tell us something people don't know about you do you play the banjo
2: neil, <laughs> neil always likes when he can talk to a real person yes
1: well i have a tree in my backyard
0: i'm there for you baby is produced in san diego california america's finest city presented by Hi vm
3: Do you have a business, nonprofit, or campaign that needs to break through the communications clutter? Our teams in San Diego and Tijuana can help you overcome the most challenging communications projects in any language or location. Visit us today at IVC.media.
1: Welcome, listeners, to another episode of I'm There For You, Baby, the Entrepreneur's Guide to the Galaxy. I'm here with my co-host, bride partner, and consiliary Barbara Bree, and uh, I'm going to tell her and you what's, what's on my mind. mind. And I'll tell you what's on my mind is talent. So we're going to have a guest later, Peter Kalstrom, who's the head of the workforce, San Diego workforce partnership, and his his one of his jobs is putting people in jobs. And the hard part of this talent hiring business is not finding the talent. There's all kinds of resources and websites that are available indeed and etc. So, so there's lots of people, you can find people, but hiring people is difficult. And the reason it's difficult, it's not how much you're going to pay them and how much vacation, it is trying to understand the fit and learning how to interview. So this is really important. And it's not, now watch, it's not about meeting your needs, which is, this is the job I'm looking for. And this is what we have. And this is, instead of listening to what you, the way I suggest is you say to them, gee, what could we do to make you happy? What are you looking for? You got to, you got to start with your employee, your soon to be employee is your customer. I'm going to tell you a story. I'm on the board of a big shot company, a couple of hundred million dollars, blah, blah, blah. Their retention is somewhere between miserable and non-existent. Now, I'm a little harsh, but, but the theme is, it's, it's hard to interview and then to hire. Hiring is not the salary. Hiring is not the job description. Hiring is culture. Hiring is fit. Hiring is, what do you really need? I gave you a perfect example in one of my columns was, there's a really talented woman. The company in mind has, they'd love to hire her. They want her full time. She can't come full time. She's a mother. She needs another six months. So I suggested them, why don't you see what she needs? She says, well, if I could work part time and work on commission, that would be great. And they hadn't thought of that. So they say yes. And I think it's going to work great. In the case of the other, I watched this part of hiring and interviewing. You then got to ask, you listen to the person and you hire them but you don't take the time to integrate them into who their boss is or going to be. So what I find in one of my other companies is there's a couple of people at the top who are, I won't use the word toxic, but let's say difficult. And believe me, when it comes to difficult, I know of where I speak. And they literally make it difficult to keep the employee after you hire them. So the process is listen, the process is understand the person who's going to set the culture in the company and worry about meeting the employees, your customer, not the other way around. And that's all that's on my mind, there ain't much there.
2: Well, Neil, I agree, um, hiring is essential. And Ted Green, who is one of San Diego's most well-known and early biotech entrepreneurs used to say that the major job of the CEO is to hire the right people <laughs> and make sure the company doesn't run out of money. <laughs> So, um, and our show is about entrepreneurship because we believe that today, everyone needs to think like an entrepreneur, whether it's in your own business, a large organization or a nonprofit. Our guests demonstrate the willingness to ask tough questions, to challenge the status quo and to think in new ways. And training the workforce of today and tomorrow is an essential part of building a strong economy. It's clear that rising inequality and unequal access to opportunity are hurting many working families and businesses. How do we make sure that all San Diegans have the skills and access to good paying jobs? That's where the San Diego Workforce Partnership plays a central role. Our next guest is Peter Kallstrom, the CEO of the San Diego Workforce Partnership, and we'll talk with him about how they are empowering job seekers to meet the workforce needs of employers in San Diego County. Welcome to our show, Peter.
0: Oh, great to be with you, Barbara and Neil. Great.
2: Well, Peter, there are organizations similar to yours all over the country. What has been the traditional model and where has the funding come from?
0: Yes, there are. There's a national network of workforce boards, which we are, and there's 550 across the country funded through the Department of Labor primarily. And this system has been in place in different forms for decades now. Uh, but the core work is the federal dollar investment comes to the region. We manage and get those dollars out to community partners through a very competitive RFP process. That's the traditional model. It's important because it gets dollars out there and it does the core services of helping us fund the Career Center Network and getting some dollars out to disconnected youth so that we can reach people where they are. That's the traditional model and flow of funding, but we've gone well beyond that in recent years because as an independent 501c3, that sets us apart and we're able to work with private sector and philanthropic dollars. So we've gone from the traditional model, which is still important, but far beyond. And it's allowed us to be much more entrepreneurial and work with other partners so that we can reach people where they are.
2: Yeah, so we'll talk about some of the innovative programs that you've developed, that, which are very different, which is why you're entrepreneurial. What in San Diego County, what types of jobs pay well that employers can't fill.
0: Yeah, great question and there's so many uh in our in our region we have priority sectors we call them that we identify through labor market research that helps us identify the in-demand growing occupations in our region and in our last iteration of our research it's advanced manufacturing, information and communication technologies, life sciences, we have a great robust uh, field, as you know, you've been close to that for a long time. Education and human development is another one. Energy construction and utilities, healthcare, and public administration. There's a lot of jobs in all of these sectors. And so they're in demand, well-paying, and our job is to be able to provide the training to help people access those careers.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. But let, let's work, stay stay, stay with me here. Mm-hmm. It's it's clear that the IT software developer programs and biotech, high tech and biotech in massive needs, but but those people are coming out of Stanford and Harvard and San Diego State and UCSD. So that's not a problem in that there's not enough money to educate.
2: Do all of these jobs require a college degree?
1: Well, we'll we'll stay with That's exactly where I'm going, which is what about the job that is not 120,000 biotech job, but it's a $53,000, I can't find that person job. How do you deal, am I correct in the assumption? Because you you've listed areas that there's lots of jobs needed, but I want right. you to think about how do you reach down to the, I guess the, what is the median in San Diego? Median incomes, 49, 52, what? Bb, you would yeah, know this.
2: Uh, about yeah. ninety-two thousand for a family of four. For a couple, 50s. yeah. For okay. uh, per person right. so I want to know
1: what is if I'm going to give money to the Workforce Partnership. I want you to tell me how you solve the problem of the person who did not go to UCSD may have gone to a community college, has a skill, and is looking for that job.
2: So why don't you start by telling us about Tech Hire?
0: Yeah, Tech Hire is uh, an innovative program that does exactly what Neil was getting at. How do we reach people so that they can get? Into the tech field without the four year degree or advanced degree. And Tech Hire is perfect for that because we provide paid internship opportunities so that we can help the employer who is going to take on a person with a limited or little experience in the field and train on the job and get real hands on practical experience for those entry level tech careers. And we've been doing this now for. About five years, it was an Obama administration project that is now just independent around the country and and partnering with the city of San Diego and also the city of Chula Vista by setting aside some dollars. We're able to then deploy this work. We have many, many connections with the, the business community, so they tell us what their needs are. We work with the people who traditionally would not be in the tech field because of the, the happenstance of the zip code in which they were born or whatever their social arrangement is, but they haven't had the opportunity to get into the so field. Tell us, and they...
2: tell us about some of the results of this program. Give us an Oh, example. wait,
1: before you do results, I got a point question. I've wanted to hire interns. Yes. Okay. And, the, and I'm, a, I'm of the opinion that the intern, I, I have to make that intern. I'm giving somebody a chance and I have to make them an employee, I can't be a consultant, I have to pay a certain wage. In other words, what process could be that, that you could have more internships, even if they're supported by the corporation? Because the, the, the labor laws are not very uh, responsive to the idea of giving people a chance, in my opinion, said you know, he v- modestly
0: Yeah, very true. There, there are limitations, barriers that come into place from uh, how that employment arrangement is. But that's where we can overcome that. We can be the employer of record. And we were able to do this right now with the public fund investment. And we're moving towards more private sector and philanthropic investment because it does take those dollars to be able to do the subsidized wages. The, the success today, Barbara, over 500 people who have gone through tech hire, getting into careers that are ground level, but that's great because that's how you get your foot in the door for any career pathway and a wide variety of careers from a system support person to doing database administration, all of the core functions that are really so necessary to make an IT department work. And then from there, they can grow within the company. They prove their their worth and their value and they work hard and then they move up within the company. So it starts with that paid internship and support and coaching from our team. And then once they're on their own and, and independent, then they prosper and thrive and become so, full-time employees. So what,
2: what do you need? How could you scale this program?
0: Right. It truly is a public private uh, partnership. And, and that's a um, sometimes a, an uh, uh, overused term, but it's so crucial here because it takes the public investment. The city of San Diego and Chula Vista, again, have found resources in recent times to be able to support the work. And then coupled with the private sector and philanthropy. So we've so had. You need,
2: so you need more money. That's it comes down to line. money. Okay. Yeah. But you need more money and you need employers willing to participate.
0: right Right. and money from a wide variety of sources because we can't count on the public dollar we understand that but the san diego foundation has stepped up to the plate and they're supporting it as well so it's growing
2: right so another new program is what you call the income sharing agreement so tell us how that program works
0: well what this is a great project and in the 550 boards around the country we are the still the only one in our field doing this work. It's traditionally been in the higher ed space. Purdue, for example, started this years ago. This is addressing the crisis of student loan debt. There's about $1.89 trillion of debt right now. It's, it's, It's crushing so many families because people take on personal debt in order to try and get their degree and then try to pay it off. And that model is not working. With the ISA, we have built a philanthropic pool where we then pay the way for the student to go through UCSD Extension for a certificate that is in the neighborhood of nine to 12 months. So, very rapid, very focused, and targeted around a skill set. And then we help them get the job after completion. And once they make at least $40,000 a year, they then pay back a small portion of future income for a limited period of time that goes back to the pool so that other people can go through this program too. So it's a pay it, pay it forward model. The cost of going through is in the neighborhood of $6,500 to $7,000 with UCSD extension as the and education so they,
2: And, and then what's important this is a certificate, not a college degree, because again, many of these jobs don't require a college degree. So tell us about the results of this program.
0: Well, it's been fantastic. We launched it as the pandemic hit, what timing, but that's that's life. And But what we're doing is we're in our first cohorts. It's all been around IT careers. So these are going to be jobs that can sustain during this kind of environment and going forward. We've had over 500 applicants. We've had room for about 200 so far because it's uh, we have these targeted cohorts and they go through so there's a lot of intensive support that goes with that we've got many graduates now we're into our third cohort and we have people who have gone from making in the teens per hour or unemployed to now we have several who are over six figures in income
1: i'm a money's guy peter so let's do this um yeah. what no, percent you. each uh, year of my excess income i make 50 right so that's 10 30, over 40. About How much of that
0: three, 10? About three to five percent for a limited of the total income,
1: f- $1,500. Right. So it takes about six years to pay it off.
0: Right. And, and we up. keep it as low as possible on the percent base. And we're able to work with the students individually, depending upon where their income is. And if they dip below 40, they they, they don't have to pay. So we work with each person in order to Again, in the end, we want them to get a great paying, self-sustaining career, and and this is an avenue to be able to do it. Once they pay off, they're done.
2: So, Peter, how has COVID impacted the way you operate?
0: Well, of course, we've gone remote. In normal times, we have seven career center locations all over the county where people come, dislocated workers or mid-career people who are looking for new skills training, and they come and get a lot of intensive support, and part of what Neil was alluding to before of (laughs) resume development, interviewing skills, and in the, the the work of getting back into the workforce, but it's been all remote for the past year. But we've built a, a real robust online presence. We have online training, video library. We've partnered with Microsoft. So there's avenues for people to get new training, to get into new careers. So we've we've switched quickly. It's gone well, but we certainly look forward to getting back to in-person support.
2: What do you think your organization looks like in five years? How are you going to continue to encourage underrepresented uh, communities to participate in the innovation economy, which has the highest paying jobs?
0: Well, in five years, uh, at the pace we're going and the innovation and entrepreneur attitude that we bring, just in the past five years, we've gone from 100% federal funding to where only uh, 60% is through the federal government. So we've made big inroads with private sector and philanthropy and we anticipate doing much more because with more support from a broad range of investors, we can do much more. We can reach people who are left out of the workforce, who hey, sir, are- hey, Peter, Peter, Yes.
1: I, I know you're reaching, I, I have this problem. I don't know that there is a, an easy or clear way to tell people what jobs are available. So right. I'm gonna take Harry and Betty, who live in pick any place, North Park or El Cajon or Chula Vista, and they say, I'd like to get a job. I'm ready to get a job. Mm-hmm. How do they, What what is the process so that I can tell them there are more than four jobs? There are 400 ideas. How do you expand the possibility of a job that no one's ever thought that, th- that our client, your customer, has not thought about.
0: Mm-hmm. Great question. And it's another thing that we've actually just put into place in recent months. On our website, which is workforce.org, we have a section called My Next Move. This is an online interactive place where people can explore all careers, all priority sectors, all sectors, period, and how that aligns to what their skill set is. What they're interested in they can go through an assessment there's a career coach module but the tech part is crucial in that navigation but we have human beings a phone call away who can help them it. navigate what they need
2: neil always likes when he can talk to a real person yes and right. we
0: have so, that. so
1: i was in high school and i took that thing with what are you best suited for and it came up forest ranger
0: <laughs> is that right how'd that turn <laughs> out <laughs>
1: Well, I have a tree in my backyard.
2: So Peter, how can uh, our listeners learn more about the San Diego Workforce Partnership?
0: So we have a very easy URL, workforce.org. We have all the resources there. It's for job seekers, but we're also here for employers. So we are a full service shop. We are here to support employers to get their talent needs met. We're here to support workers so that they can develop the skills necessary to prosper in the economy now and going forward. So we're here for the entire community.
1: Let's do this. Tell us something <laughs> people don't know about you. Do you play the banjo? What Give, tell people <laughs> something that they don't know about Peter Schaussum so you don't, you know, cuz you're not a, you're not a talking suit.
0: Well, I'm a I'm a Minnesota transplant. So I've been here now for 35 years. I love it here, but I can't imagine living anywhere else. Wife of 25 years and two lovely daughters, a a dog and two cats.
1: You you don't play the banjo.
0: Uh, maybe someday, but uh, not yet.
1: Okay, <laughs> I
2: play lot. golf, but great. not
0: enough. There, that's that's my sideline. But uh...
2: well, that's more animals than we have in our house, Neil. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's the way it's going to stay. <laughs>
2: that's right. <laughs> uh, we're temporarily babysitting a dog that belongs to my uh, youngest daughter and her husband. Oh boy! Uh, yeah. <laughs> So Peter, uh, you know, thank you for joining us today to share the important work of the San Diego Workforce Partnership. We wish, wish you much continued success. It's very important uh, what you're doing for our region.
0: Great, thank you both very much for your time. I am Peter Kallstrom, the president and CEO of the San Diego Workforce Partnership, and you are listening to I Am There For You Baby, The Entrepreneur's Guide to the Galaxy.
3: So, how many podcasts are there these days? Five, six, 700, 700, 700,000? Well, here's an extra one for you. I'm Jeff Marston, host of The Extra Point on IBM. How we hope to differentiate ourselves among all the noise is to bring varied voices and perspectives about relevant topics. Absent of the one-sided point of view and finger pointing, we invite you to subscribe to hear some solution-oriented conversations that hopefully inspire and invoke action. It's the Extra Point with Jeff Marston, found on IVN.org or wherever your podcasts are found.
2: So, Neil, I think very highly of the work that the San Diego Workforce Partnership does. When I sat on the San Diego City Council, I was uh, a member of the policy board, and uh, I truly believe that an investment in uh, their organization is uh, a really great investment in the future of San Diego.
1: So I agree, what I think the problem, I think what they do is great, but, but at, the, at a macro view, the hard part is fitting the right person in the right job. Now that's an easy sentence, but it's not so easy to do because you don't know what you don't know. So if there's a job at the corner of fourth and market and you're living at the corner of 27th and state, you gotta, you gotta have a process, a system that you even know it's available. So I think information about jobs, not, not just what you know you know, but what's not what you don't know, is a puzzle they need to work on.
2: Yeah, and they actually do do that because you can explore all sorts of different jobs on their website. One thing I know they need more of is more employer engagement, more companies, particularly in tech and biotech, being willing to offer internships and being willing to come up with the money to pay for them because the workforce partnership has limited uh, city money, federal money to pay for these internships. And it's really time for the employers in San Diego, those who are doing well in this community to step up and play a role in training the next generation of workers.
1: Okay, but the rules on internships are difficult. Yeah, I want to hire somebody. Yeah, but you Neil, know, the I, workforce. I'm, I'm, oh, wait, wait. I'm glad to pay. I'm glad to pay, but the process of being an employee and its forms and then how to end and yeah. whether you're a consultant.
2: Yeah, but Neil, the workforce, you're, when it's through the workforce partnership, they're the employer. They handle all the paperwork. They just happy. need the money. It makes you happy because I know you hate bureaucracy. I know you hate paperwork. So that's why you just need to give them the money and they I take will. care of everything.
1: I'll send them a check today.
2: Great. So that's it for this edition of I'm There For You Baby. If you have ideas for us, please email us at info at I'm com. And tune in next week for another edition.
1: Listeners, this podcast is about you, not us, and so to that end, we're interested in what you think, your ideas, your thoughts, and so please share them and send them to info at i'mthereforyoubaby dot com.
0: I'm There for You Baby is produced in San Diego, California, America's finest city. Produced by IVN.
3: For the last 10 years, IVN has brought you over 10,000 articles from hundreds of independent-minded authors dedicated to a simple etiquette, rather than an ideology. We're proud to be rated center by AllSides.com and Least Biased by MediaBiasFactCheck.org. It is that nonpartisan spirit that is at the core of our journalistic mission. Today, we introduce you to a new era at IVN. We're handing over the mic, so to speak, to our independent contributors to develop their own shows their own voice, and their own brand. In short, IVN is providing a programming platform for organizations, experts, and talented journalists to share news, information, and commentary with readers and listeners who think for themselves. We hope you find a few shows that you like. We hope you connect directly with our contributors. And as always, we hope you continue to think for yourself.